Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You might remember Jesse Rodriguez as a misfiring Stoke striker with a penchant for god-awful nightclub. Through to Hesse, he goes! But his off-field antics are worthy of a soap opera. Get out of my pub! From exploding apartments to getting run over by his own fiance, this is the story of his ludicrous life. See the applause he's getting as Jesse enters the field. I am Jack Rivlin. I'm joined as ever by Zach. Hello, Jack. We are delighted to be joined again by Roisin Lanigan of Bad Boys of Snooker fame. <laughs> Hello, thanks for having me back. I'm I'm quite excited that in the interim you described having me on this podcast as breaking the glass ceiling. <laughs> well, it's broken now. Yeah. As I'm like the Cheryl Sandberg of the offshore. Yeah. Thank you for Paving that. the way so other women may appear on here. She's not like other girls. <laughs> <laughs> She's worse. Well, thank you for your contribution to Very society. Welcome. Slightly less familiar cast for you in this episode. Obviously, mm. you know, you spent your teenage years drawing hearts on Hurricane Higgins on your pencil case yeah and and my wrestling blog don't forget oh yeah well we have got plans for a wrestling episode together haven't we Ooh. it's coming up with yeah. you oh yeah, yeah you're invited to okay <laughs> i did actually have a wrestling blog this is that's not did you did you wrestle as well or were you just a fan <laughs> no 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 i just wrote about it <laughs> just watch it somehow more dweeby <laughs> anyway i think for wrestlemania which is in march we should do a wrestling mm. episode yeah anyway today we're doing a slightly less familiar cast for you unless mm-hmm. you as you were watching Spanish reality TV no. in 2010. No, I, but, I, but I am, I was a Big Brother fan. Big, Big Brother fan, which I think is kind of, it comes up. Yeah, but this. not Gran Hermano, the no. Spanish equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> That's good pronunciation. Thank you. Yeah, I've been, been working on that. Actually, a note on pronunciation. We do know that his name is pronounced Jose Rodriguez, but it's quite hard to say repeatedly. And mm. English fans referred to him as Jesse. So we're, we're going to go with... Uh, uh, Jack, our producer, is wincing. He presents a European football podcast. We're, we're going to go with Jesse or Jesse, whatever you know, whatever takes you guys. Jesse. But yeah. I like Jesse. Anyway, yeah. So we're gonna, this is your sort of. Can she do it on a rainy night in Stoke? Yeah, I d- I, I'm, I'm quite stressed out about this. I think I'm. I have high hopes. It's this. The studio setup has changed. I don't know who the person is. Like the, bar, the, the bar is pretty high. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, we we believe Zach. Do you want to just? I mean, for Roshin's benefit, but also just for <laughs> listeners, just recap like who. Jesse Rodriguez, yeah. yeah, Jesse, Jesse Rodriguez. So, so Jesse Rodriguez is a is a Spanish striker. So he once once played for Real Madrid, um, and he was dubbed the next Cristiano Ronaldo. On the field, it never really quite worked out for him. But he does have an absolutely mental private life. Can maybe 
put two and two together there. Maybe maybe one's connected to the other, but we'll probably <laughs> probably discuss that over yeah. the course of this podcast. So anyway, yeah, we'll go go back to the start. So Jesse was born on Gran Canaria and the Canary Islands and joined Real Madrid's youth team when he was 14. And he was pretty prolific for their B team once he broke into that. So they, Real Madrid's B team play in like the third division in Spain. And Jesse, he like broke the goal scoring record for the B team. And this was at the same time when Cristiano Ronaldo was like tearing it up for the for the A team. And everyone was like, yeah, this guy, this guy is the next Cristiano Ronaldo, which is always pretty, pretty ominous. So anyway, yeah, this was a bit of a curse and it wasn't long before Jesse was clashing with Jose Mourinho, who was the the boss of the first team at that point. And Jesse said that Jose, he only gives players opportunities who are already big names. He never gives opportunities to, to players from the B team, which I think he probably has a point there. Uh, but Mourinho, I think, has another side to the story. So there's a story of uh, Real Madrid went on a preseason tour to the US in about 2011, 2012. And his Jesse's teammates recall him and Mourinho having this confrontation where Jesse's basically saying, like, why do you never give me an opportunity? And, and Mourinho is like, you're crazy, kid. Like, you didn't even want to come on this trip. Like, I had to call you up and beg you to come to the preseason. So obviously he's not very impressed by by Jesse's professionalism. Is that, is that how Jose Mourinho talks? <laughs> it's a bit like a Dolmio pasta. <laughs> I don't know, after, after, after your thoughts about my Irish accent in the last episode. No, I, I, I don't mean on accents. I just mean, I don't, is he that, you know, Yeah, he's a bit... Of, bit, bit uh, Sounded quite Manuel, Fulci Towers. Crazy, <laughs> crazy boy. But crazy it was also child. quite like, you know, like after school, like sister act or freedom writers. So it's just like, pull it together, kid. Like, quite I just imagine he did sometimes do that, didn't he? Do you think? Yeah, he's seen as yeah. quite inspirational by his players. John Terry said I would leave the pitch in a coffin for him. Really? But shortly afterwards, Jesse was involved in a, in a training ground fight with the Real Madrid reserve keeper. So... There, I think the keeper was like looking the other way. He was like collecting the balls or something. And Jesse decides to boot the ball at him from the halfway line and it hits him. And the keeper's pretty mad about this. He like sprints the length of the pitch to attack Jesse. And four of his teammates have to like hold this keeper off him. It's quite impressive to hit him from that distance, I would <laughs> it say. It is, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, maybe that's what earned him a promotion to the Real Madrid first team because that, that happened shortly afterwards. And you'd think that Jesse's... Reserve teammates would be pretty chuffed for him that he's he's finally made the step up. But Juan Fran, who is one of one of Jesse's teammates, recalled when players went up to train with the first team, the joke was red ass. I remember going to Jesse's room and him saying, "Hey, hey, hey, chill out, guys." He took his trousers down slowly and got it. <laughs> red ass, red ass. <laughs> So red ass when you kick a ball. That's, at well, that's, that's why. That's oh, why. Right. I, Thank you for explaining. No, <laughs> so no, but that's, that's that's what I thought. I think it might have a different meaning in Spain. This this sounds pretty much just like they just strip and spank him. Oh, right. um, oh there's no football involved. Right. No, no, no. So there was, he also said, "Whoever went up, we pulled their trousers down, put them on the floor, and gave them a good smacking." Oh, right. Which, which sounds like borderline assault, really. Yeah, it's yeah. quite rugby. But, it is it's quite rugby, rugby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think you would be happy. Am I? I, I don't play Maybe. a lot of team sports. I don't really, you know, I don't like teams. Um, but <laughs> if if you were like in a reserve team with someone and then they got, you know, moved up, would you not be like, what the heck? 
Would you not be jealous? Oh, yeah, yeah. But you'd you think be... that's why they're hitting Yeah. Them? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, there's presumably a lot of jealousy. You pretend to be happy for them. Yeah, mm. true. You have to. That's yeah, yeah. society's code. But obviously, you've been them <laughs> forever. Yeah. This is why I've never been in a team. But I'd be like, what kind? Too honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> also, what I swear I read during research for this pod that... Um, Florentino Perez, the chairman of Real Madrid, described him as the jewel in the crown of the reserves. <laughs> is, can there be a jewel in the crown yeah, of the reserves? Yeah, that is a real, like, backhander comment. Yeah, I guess it's it? good. Anyway, it's, he, he left that behind. Mm. With his red arms. Yeah, so, yeah, so he, he, he leaves the, his reserve team buddies behind. And to begin with, things go pretty well in the first team. So he's not really starting a lot of matches, but he becomes a bit of a, a, bit of a super sub. Then in... March 2014, Jesse has the week from hell. So he comes on as a substitute against Schalke in the Champions League. And within a few minutes of coming on, he does his ACL. It's a really bad injury. Um, he has to undergo surgery straight away in Germany and then flies back home a few days later to recover. And it's it's looking like he's going to be out for six months. So he's he's pretty gutted. He's uh, in his apartment in this like luxury complex in the outskirts of Madrid, chilling out on his sofa, eating some Padron peppers when <laughs> he smells smoke. And it turns out that the garage underneath his apartment has caught fire and it's, it's set his apartment on fire as well. But obviously he's there. He's like lying on the sofa with his leg up. He's just undergone serious surgery. So he can't move. And the smoke's like, smoke's like coming in and suddenly the fire brigade arrive and have to carry him out of the apartment. Oh my gosh. Um, and he, he then goes to stay with Alvaro Arbeloa, his, his teammate who, who lives nearby. Um, and yeah, Jesse doesn't play for the rest of the season. Is he kind of emotionally scarred as well? Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, so quite traumatic. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. It's quite like a final destination. <laughs> like set up as this, just like he's broken his leg. The flames are slowly rising. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is quite a final destination. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've I may have slightly dramatised that. I don't know if the, <laughs> don't know if the flames were like flicking at his toes. He but... resigned to his fate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> calling Al- Alvaro Arbelo. <laughs> just wanted to say I love you. It's like you've been so nice to me since I broke into the first team. <laughs> Tell one friend I said fuck oh, you. Yeah. I got into the first team and you didn't. <laughs> maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was a revenge fight. Yeah, maybe yeah, that's what I would have done. You think that? <laughs> Because he made the first team, they burned his house down. (laughs) Bit of red arson, then we'll just do a bit of light arson. (laughs) So six months later, Jesse recovers and he retakes his place warming the Madrid bench. And they're having a pretty good season. Um, Madrid are like top of the table until March 2015, when they go on this terrible losing streak, culminating in a 2-1 loss to Barcelona, who then leapfrog them in the table. And obviously that's their like hated rivals and the Madrid fans are pretty mad. So they gather at the training ground waiting for the, for the players to get back. And after they do the, some of the players like stop and are, and are chatting to the, chatting to the fans, trying to like placate them a little bit. But Jesse and obviously Gareth Bale try to like speed, <laughs> speed bars the fans without talking to them. But the fans like stop their cars, surround them. And they're, they're even more mad that they haven't stopped. So they start like attacking the car, screaming at them. Eventually security come and get them away. But the Madrid fans are pretty pretty against him after this what, what are the um, fans hoping to do are they just like so angry they're just like bashing his car yeah. but like what are they going to beat him up if he gets out um, 
What do they want? It was such a departure from the snooker, you, the snooker episode would never have had this. What, where like, fans, yeah. Do, I just, that would terrify me. It's like Princess Diana level. Just like <laughs> speeding away in the car. <laughs> Gareth Bale there. Like, which do, bit, like Dodie Fires. Which bit of Diana's life are you referring to? Her death? Yeah. No, right. <laughs> the last bit. Her wedding. <laughs> right, I see what you mean, yeah. That was that's, yeah. that's terrifying. Fortunately, it didn't end quite so badly okay, for, good. Uh, for Jesse, and he made it home. And you think, you know, after all this drama, he probably just wants to wind down with a relaxing scroll on Instagram. And he's doing just that when a picture pops up of his ex girlfriend Melody Santana, and she's holding a newborn baby. And Jesse's like, "Wow, that's a didn't know she was pregnant." And looks at the caption, and it's you know it's some you know welcome to the world, little one. Hashtag Jesse Rodriguez. Hashtag our son is here. <laughs> One way so, of going about it. <laughs> so he, he literally he finds out about his newborn son on Instagram from a hashtag. Yeah, from a hashtag. hashtag. Yeah. Really undignified. I think you, you get at least maybe a DM. It's worth yeah. a DM. Just a heads up. <laughs> He'll probably see this. <laughs> she didn't even actually tag him. You could have missed it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's such a weird. She should have tagged him. Did she think that he was going to be looking through the hashtag for his own name? Maybe he does that. He's, he's quite. Yeah, that could have been. She was right. Yeah. yeah. And he did. Yeah. So he why, did. Why would she wait? Until then, to tell him. I think it's. I think you ask him. Oh, so <laughs> I'm just. I'm just baffled. I don't. I've never. <laughs> You're a woman. But tell I, me. I imagine it's like they. What she wants, like, because he. You know, when someone posts like a photo of their new boyfriend and they know it's going to go down the group chats, mm. it's basically like a version of that, right? She knows he'll see it. Yeah, or like when someone gets married and then they change their name on Instagram with a speed that suggests like HMRC or after them, like <laughs> as they're getting married. Like people just do all their life decisions on Instagram now, right? Do you think it's like yeah. an angry, I guess what I'm asking is, is it an angry dig at him to be like, fuck you, here's your child? Or is it just literally like, oh, Jesse will probably want to hear about this. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I'm told Jesse. <laughs> it is it's quite it, like you you should want to be like, oh, it's a happy occasion and she chose to be spiteful with it, which I I actually really respect. You think she also changed her relationship status to it's complicated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of moments in this pod where you think fucking hell these people are living every aspect of their lives yeah, through on, social media uh, yeah. or in the public eye. But and it's kind of admirable like to carve out a career that way. But what was her job? <laughs> was I mean, her job I'm just- going to hazard a guess that it's an influencer being insane on Instagram yeah being mental job. on Insta which okay. she's fucking good at yeah, she my is. dream job actually <laughs> love that <laughs> sadly I'm just mental on Twitter yeah, which you're is more- <laughs> much less sexy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway you'd think that playing high level football at the weekends and having a new son Jesse would be pretty chock-a-block but both football and fatherhood take a back seat in 2016 when he launches a solo rap career under his reggaeton alter ego, JM. So Jesse was previously part of a reggaeton band called Big Flow, but in 2016 <laughs> he decides to go it alone, does a, does a John Lennon, and releases a track called Yo Sabia, which we can listen to now. <gasps> Why? While he was playing for Real Madrid, it wasn't yeah. like his career was ended. And he was no, like, "No, was... I'm going to be a pop star." We should, the the video is like all the like that era of fashion you can imagine, right? Yeah, like skinny tinted sunglasses, skinny jeans. What are those hats called? Snapbacks. Yeah, like but like perched on the, uh, the mm. top of his head, like a cartoon character. Yeah, it's a it's a very classic reggaeton video. It like starts with two 
like very expensive cars pulling up in the driveway outside a luxury villa and then it's just jesse dancing around in like a big gold chain and a snapback and, and there's some some girls. frequent frequent cuts to big booties the aesthetic of it is quite like mid mid love island yeah like it's quite mm. casa amor mm. it looks like they are at casa amor and dressed yeah. <laughs> well to be fair Part of the reason that that video probably has so many views is that Jesse becomes a massive celeb away from the football pitch thanks to the relationship he begins with Ora Ruiz. Um, so, so you've chosen to say her name. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to do the correct <laughs> canarian not, not pronunciation. <laughs> well, we'll call, we're just calling her Aura. Aura. So Aura, Aura is, is, she's a sort of model, I guess the term now would be Insta Hottie. Would it? Well, well, what would you what would you go with? <laughs> so, so the the woman, the first one with Vivi is an influencer. Yeah, she's an Insta thought. Is what you're oh, I didn't say thought. Oh. That's, how it, um, that's how it goes down on the census. <laughs> hey, well, look, oh, yeah, or the name on her passport. <laughs> one of these applications, Insta Hottie, <laughs> with a heart over the eye. Um, she, I mean, she made her name on reality TV. She did basically the Spanish Love Island. So, right. So, as a couple, I'd say they're they're sort of like. Like a Dwight York and Jordan. But that's going back a bit, isn't it? Mm. But you know what I mean? Like a footballer and a reality TV. In a way, the reality TV wag is a bit of an You don't, really, don't really have it anymore. I, guess, I mean, would you say that Cheryl Cole was a reality TV wag? No. But no, she did she come was... up through reality TV. Did she? Okay. Yeah, yeah. X Factor, I think. And, and she's a... Pop, pop star is the rivals. Yeah, uh, okay. Sorry, have a bit of respect. <laughs> <laughs> Series four. <laughs> right, anyway, back, back to Aura and Jesse. So Aura and Jesse, actually, they're both from the Canary Islands, um, Jesse and Aura, and they were sort of childhood sweethearts. So uh, my Spanish isn't great, but I, I read a few interviews, and from what I've gleaned, it sounds like there may have been a sort of handjob on the beach at some point. <laughs> That's sort of like, I'm not saying they went out, but they, you know, they crossed paths romantically. It's quite painful. On what, the beach, that, that just, just sand what everywhere. Dry, yeah, pretty, yeah, I don't think that's a good place to fire that way. I'm just trying. To, I'm just. I don't know. I'm just thinking empathetically. I can't tell if it would be a painful. I think place a hand job on the beach is okay. Is, right. When you're when you're Jesus, a 14 year old boy is as good as any. <laughs> <laughs> Take what you can at that age. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they they know each other as as teenagers. They've got together, but then they lose touch, and then they bump into each other in 2016 in a club in Madrid. It's quite you know, it's quite rom commy. But it but is it rom commy? Is it random? Is it a meet cute? Or is she like my ex boyfriend is now a famous footballer? Yeah, and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go to this. That's very cynical of you. Mm. I'm, I think it's I'm, a meet isn't cute. That, isn't that what Kate Middleton did? Yeah, so yeah. That, was her, kind of, that was her plan from the start. Right? Is that why she went to St Andrews? Apparently, yeah. it was her mom. It wasn't her. Oh, really? Apparently, her mom was like don't go to Edinburgh wherever she's going to go, go to St Andrews. Mm. Which is a decision that you wouldn't make unless you wanted to shag the future king because yeah. it's, yeah. it's a really weird unit. Yeah, it's like 800 people. It's all yeah. paid off, isn't it? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And Aura Ruiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it really paid off for Aura. <laughs> the real princess of our hearts. So Aura, so they bump into each other in this Madrid nightclub, they get talking. Jesse invites her to his New Year's Eve party and apparently there's this really like rom com moment where he leans in for a kiss and she just backs away, Ooh. Uh, which is known as doing the cobra in Spain, apparently. Anyway, <laughs> eventually um, they do get together and uh, five months later, she's pregnant. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So they begin this relationship together and it's all great. They're in Madrid. They both love Madrid. But then tragedy strikes because Real Madrid decide Jesse's time is up. He's actually had a pretty good run there. He won two Champions Leagues. He won the league. And, you know, he wasn't, he obviously wasn't a first team starter, but he did play quite a lot of games. I think he played 60 odd, scored a few goals, scored some quite important goals off the bench. So I think he can justifiably say he deserved to win those medals. It's not just like a completely hanger on scenario. Uh, But they flog him to Paris Saint-Germain. So Aura travels with him to Paris. PSG put him on 130 grand a week because he's still got this kind of next Ronaldo tag. So th- so it's not, at this point, it's justified. They think that he yeah, is going to be... I think so. They even, so um, Real Madrid insist on a clause in the contract saying that he can't be sold to Barcelona, which, you know, clearly shows what they think about him. But they probably didn't need to worry about that because within four months, PSG are trying to ship him to Middlesbrough. Um, <laughs> which is... Less glamorous. Yeah, it's a bit It's a bit like he's had his high watermark and it's going to get quite yeah. journey money now. Um, he does turn down the move to Teesside in favour of a return to his hometown club, Las Palmas in Gran Canaria. It was both of their hometowns, so you can see the that appeal. Is a, that is a tough toss-over, isn't it? Yeah. yeah between Middlesbrough. Canary Islands or Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> well, Canary Islands is basically just old couples from Middlesbrough eating fry-ups anyway, isn't it? It's, there's a lot in common. Same demographic. Yeah, it's 24 degrees there, whereas yeah. I haven't checked the weather in Teesside today. But And is he like a hometown hero? Andorra, um, I think course. the impression I got is on the party scene, yes. Right. <laughs> so he hadn't played for Las Palmas before, so it's not this like great homecoming necessarily. But, but even so, like you, you know, they know he's from there. Small place, next yeah. Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, unfortunately, he just spends the whole time there like jet skiing and partying, going on a holiday. It's a really fun island. Yeah. Again, fry, <laughs> yeah, fry yeah, up yeah. for five great euros. <laughs> yeah, great food, jet skis. Average age quite high, I think. No? Gran Canaria. Yeah, I went with my granny. <laughs> Yeah, I've only been to Tenerife and it was like... Yeah, yeah. Lanzarote, same sort of vibe. Mm, winter sun though, isn't mm. it? It's lovely. Anyway, sorry. Um, anyway, so it doesn't go that well at Las Palmas. The manager is Roberto De Zerbi, obviously now is Brighton manager and it's sort of the next big thing in management, people obviously. say. Obviously. Right, as, yeah, I know it well. What are your, your favourite up and As you managers. no doubt yeah, recall. Yeah. I actually wrote that in. That was my bit. <laughs> Um, but he's not very enamoured with Jesse. Apparently Jesse keeps nipping off to film music videos on his jets. <laughs> it's just the reggaeton career is just, it's his real passion. Yeah. Wait, there's more than that one song? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we got more. Oh, there's an album. Oh, oh, there is an album, isn't Extended there? Extended play. There's plenty of, of music stuff. I've got some more. Um, anyway, so Las Palmas don't extend his loan spell and he's shipped back to Paris and they still don't want him. 
Which does beg the question why they put him on 130 grand a week, but... Wait, so yeah, so he returned and was just what, on the bench? Well, I don't think he even got bench time at this point. They were just like, you're going back out on loan. I mm. think there's an argument that the injury changed him and he was quite good before. We'll get into that maybe at the and end. fire and yeah. the career <laughs> and the baby. And what's coming. <laughs> um, anyway, so instead he winds up in Stoke, which Ooh. it's not great jet skiing location. If you were like, no, I don't want to go to Middlesbrough, it'll be shit. And then they're like, well, <laughs> yeah. you're going yeah, to Stoke. Stoke's Stoke's got, <laughs> yeah. You're going to the potteries. <laughs> the Stoke has got Cheshire, which is football, a country. Yeah, it's uh, okay. So the charity shops in Cheshire, because the WAGs, discard all their clothes there's like this potted industry on TikTok of girls going to those charity shops that's amazing apparently Wimbledon similar well now I've said it it's going to ruin it but apparently it's a similar thing you go and they get rid of all like the why Wimbledon? don't really know it's not a wag thing it's just like posh oh right you know but in, in Cheshire it is wags and they, mm. they, you just go down the street. It's a horrible, garish designer. Yeah, yeah, it's quite like Fendi. And I'm sure our listeners are going to be jumping on that trend. <laughs> oh, yeah. You've killed it. A trade secret. Yeah. <laughs> Secret's out now. Um, to be fair, Stoke, the area around Stoke, Cheshire, is very popular with footballers. Yeah. So, I, and she, Aura does go with him originally. And the Stoke fans are excited because the next Ronaldo's here. <laughs> They've obviously heard, you know, about, about his wages. He's still got a lot, a lot of credit in the bank in the football world. And his debut is a dream start. He scores the winner against Arsenal, the only goal in the game. Fans are singing his name and they think, this is great. How but- are they singing his name? Jesse. <laughs> Jesse? Jesse. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining there's only one. Jesse Rodriguez. Yeah. And it's in Stoke. Yeah. Or in that accent. Jesse. Yeah, it's probably yeah, not, I, isn't it? To be honest, I don't think they were singing his name. It was a, it was a rhetorical okay, sorry, flourish. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I've ruined that. You don't want to scrutinise too much at this point. All right, okay. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a dream debut, but things are about to go very, very wrong. Rumours circulate in the Spanish press that Jesse has been sleeping around. They don't actually say whether it was in Madrid or Stoke. <laughs> it was, apparently a lot of it was in nightclubs. I'm presuming they're in like either Madrid or Paris nightclubs and not like... Gossip in Stoke. What is the Stoke night life? Well, I had a quick Google, and Gossip is one of the clubs. Oh, and, oh, oh, okay. And then there's a sort of like 90s rock bar called TTL that looked all right. <laughs> is he going there? That sounds like no. one of those pubs <laughs> where like they give out toast. <laughs> <laughs> you're like at uni, and you're like, no, mate, it's so good. <laughs> I don't think that he's going to those <laughs> No, I think if I was a better man, I'd say it happened in Gran Canaria. Are there, are there, no, are there no reggaeton clubs in Stoke? I wouldn't have thought so. I think there's only you know, a few. There's not a big reggaeton scene. It's just it? gossip. Yeah, just and yeah. the toast. <laughs> TTL. Megadeth and cheesy bread. Toast till late. <laughs> anyway, these rumours infuriate Aura and she leaves him, which I think is partly motivated by wanting to return home. She, yeah. She heads <laughs> off. Stoke. Um, and with his private life in disarray, it starts to get to Jesse on the pitch. His form dips, and pretty soon he's warming the bench at Stoke, which is quite the fall from mm. warming the bench for Real Madrid. Um, there's an incident where he's on the bench and Mark Hughes, the Stoke manager, uses up all his substitutes and hasn't brought Jesse on, so he knows he's not going to play, and he just storms out, leaves the stadium. I think fair enough. Yeah, no? I, I mean, it's it's bad. This is the next Ronaldo. What I'm learning is you're not a team player. No, no, no. <laughs> I hate team sports. <laughs> That would, that would piss me off. Yeah, it would piss you off, but leaving the stadium entirely. 
It's, uh, yeah. Is that bad? It's, fam- it's famously bad form. <laughs> yeah, right, it's okay. frowned Christi- upon. Although Cristiano Ronaldo did did it as well, didn't he, for Man United? Yeah, and, and yeah, but, got he sold. Is, but he is the current Ronaldo. Maybe he saw Jesse doing it. Like, as he saw his career was on the way, and maybe he's like, maybe he need to rewind and go back yeah. to being the next Ronaldo. <laughs> if the next Ronaldo's doing it. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, it's obviously quite embarrassing for Mark Hughes, the manager, because the press find out, and they ask him, has he apologised? And Hughes replies, not in so many words, because his English isn't great, but he understands it was incorrect. <laughs> Sounds to me like they haven't even spoken. He just gave him like a sad fear. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah a little shrug. Yeah. Oopsie. Um, anyway, he goes AWOL after that. So I'm not sure they even speak. He, he stops showing up for training. There's a moment that really enrages the Stoke fans where he the club say he didn't show up for training this morning at 9am and then on his Instagram he's posted a picture of himself just in bed with the timestamp 9.30am <laughs> so he's kind of flaunting it in their faces yeah, I think yeah that's quite bad um, and at, at this point the press report that he's actually in the Canary Islands organising a reggaeton festival <laughs> <laughs> music it's quite bad though if you like because if I called in sick to work and then posted something on my Instagram story of me and Grand Canary <laughs> organising a reggae yeah. festival they'd be like what the fuck is going on but you can't really like I do find it quite bitchy when like a, a, a player doesn't show up for training and they'll like tweet it or something mm. and it's the like, club well, tweeting it yeah it's like that's, that's nobody's business yeah I don't know how it leaked out but I mean he's I, d- I don't think either party's you know yeah. particularly cautious about it He's um, just counting the 130 grand a week. Yeah. <laughs> he's just lying yeah, in bed. Since I've been lying here, I've probably earned about six grand. I mean, that is silly money. <laughs> Even for like now, that would be silly money for him yeah. to be on, let alone then. Um, anyway, so at this point, he goes completely AWOL. He's not playing for Stoke. He does find time to release a new song, um, <laughs> which includes the lyric, I want to park my Batmobile in your Batcave, which is <laughs> hell of a lyric. Is that about Aura? Or is she not with him at this point? No, well, she's they're, they're currently estranged okay. at this point. So I don't know if it is about her. And and rumour has it that he's putting it around left, right and centre. So it's, it could be about anyone. It's not exactly like a love song to bring you back. It's not like Eric Clapton doing Layla, is it? It's like, <laughs> I want to put my Batmobile in Where's your Batcave? Because <laughs> I've been dreaming about it. <laughs> I miss I him so much. I can't think of too many women who would be flattered by having their... Yeah. What well, genitals compared genitals to a Batman? <laughs> Maybe she was a big Batman fan. Yeah, I think also calling your knob a Batmobile again is quite fourteen-year-old stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Aura's pretty angry at this point. Anyway, she's in Madrid. She's carrying their son's unwell. He's in hospital. It's very sad. And oh, I should also add that Jesse released that song for charity, the Batmobile oh. Backhead song. So give <laughs> what the guys charity? some charity. <laughs> the reggaeton society. The RSPCA, Children in need. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God. Surely it's RSPCA, it's the back game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know which charity, but he was doing that for charity. And he actually arranges with Stoke to have compassionate leave around this time because his son's in hospital. So I think it's possible that some of the stuff that's interpreted by fans as, as him being a dick is actually just like him. Yeah. You know, going AWOL to care for his son. But Aura isn't or happy organising a reggae festival. Yeah. <laughs> One or the other. Possibly organising the odd festival <laughs> yeah. in between. He does upset Aura again because he goes to visit Maybe his her. son loves reggaeton. That's <laughs> <laughs> what, what he wants. He's really sick. <laughs> yeah, if you I'll organise a that. reggaeton festival, this will really motivate him to get better. <laughs> he loves Batman. <laughs> anyway, he really enrages Aura because he goes to hospital to visit her and the son. They're in Madrid now in hospital. 
And um, after about an hour, he says to the nurses, this is Aura's side of, ev- of events. He says to the nurses, oh, I've really got to go. I've got to get a flight back to Stoke. Um, Stoke International. <laughs> yeah. and, where's, where's the airport? Manchester, I guess. Okay. And, and uh, he says, I've got to get a flight. I really have to go. And they're like, all right, fine, go, go. And then about two hours later, she just gets sent videos of him in a nightclub getting with a girl. No. Um, and she, she goes to the press and says, he's having sex in nightclub lose while our son's in hospital. That is grim. Yeah, it's all quite bad stuff. I think... Um, the good news is his, his son's okay and leaves hospital, but they're on very bad terms. And this kicks off this big war of words. There's another occasion where Aura, for her friend's birthday, she rents a yacht, um, which is from Jesse's friend in Grand Canary, and they're having a party on the yacht. And then Jesse just turns up with the friend on a speedboat and just gets them all kicked off. <laughs> really petty shit. So they're not, the breakup has not been amicable. No, and it's getting really tit for tat. She yeah. sags him off in the press. He does. You know, he ruins her friend's birthday. He shows birthday. up in a speedboat. <laughs> <laughs> Real nasty stuff. And then the battle goes to the courts. So they begin a custody battle over their son. And, you know, at this point, you're probably thinking, be on best behaviour because there's a judge involved. Mm. And I need to look like a responsible parent. So naturally, Aura decides to go on Celebrity Big Brother <laughs> to look like the real uh, prison like, parent. I want custody, but I don't. Yes, he's with a babysitter right now. <laughs> also, Not for the she, next 90 days. Was she, was she also, wasn't she accusing him of neglecting the child? Yeah, she does. Oh. I mean, who knows what their arrangements are? I'm yeah. not going to judge, but it seems an odd move if you want custody yeah. to go on reality TV for 90 days. Was she on for the full 90 days? Did she win? She lasts 71 days. She oh. outlasts a fortune teller and a musician called El Koala. You're both probably familiar with his work. Um, she makes it to 71 days before her housemates nominate her for eviction. Um, That's quite a lot. How old is the kid at this point? I think about a year old. What? Yeah. That's such a long Young. time. Yeah, I think like... about that age. I'm not exactly sure. Jesus. It's like a quarter of his life. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're in a custody battle. I feel like he'd show up and he'd be like, who are, I don't know who Do you think these people are. <laughs> I think he no was clue. watching it on TV. Maybe. He's won. He's probably, he's watching Coco Melon and just like <laughs> wondering where everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> One person who is watching is Jesse Rodriguez. Uh. And he's, you know, he's sort of sitting at home, kicking back with some patatas bravas, listening to some reggaeton. Got celebrity brother on on mute, presumably, yeah. when he sees she's been nominated. And Jesse spies his opportunity for revenge. And he splashes out 5,000 euros, voting her out by I text message. That. And she's evicted. I think that's so petty. I love it. Yeah. But 5,000 euros. I mean, look, the guy makes 130 grand a week. So I get the money side of it. But text messages were like 10p each, right? He must have had some sort of like call center team because you can't imagine he's spending like five days. 50,000 like, like, Constantly I can't texting. <laughs> 50,000 texts. So he's him, like okay. buying Instagram followers and being like... Uh, back on the pitch, Jesse isn't having so much luck. He's back at PSG at this point because no one wants him on loan. Even even the loan spells are ending. It's, it's a sad, sad stage. He does manage one minute on the pitch in the 2019-20 season. <laughs> Literally one minute against Mets. Um, but he still gets a winner's medal for Ligue 1 at the end of the season. Oh, nice. Which, I mean, he, would you count that? as a- Also, if, if he's a PSG, does that mean that he's paying for international techs? <laughs> <laughs> Pound 50 Yeah, that's like, that's so much more money. What, you mean, what's his roaming plan? <laughs> and he'd have to like, that's that's way worse if he's done that. It's inside the EU, so I think roaming is capped. Very true. Yeah. That's probably, yeah. If he's on O2. Yeah, which I think <laughs> We don't know. He's probably on like Movistar or... I don't know the Spanish networks. <laughs> but it's just worth thinking about. Yeah. That is an extra level. That could it's still... Only like a couple of days wages for him, even if he's paying a pound of text, yeah, isn't it? That's true. Well, actually, we know how much he spent. But just imagine the annoyance of like every time he sends a text, then he gets a text being like, 
just so you know, this is an international. <laughs> like, <laughs> go, Welcome to yeah, yeah, Paris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that every time he's getting that, yeah. so it's just the, the logistics of it. Yeah, I don't want to be reminded of my tariff every time yeah. I try and get petty you know, Even if you are rich, you're like, fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably also get one from Big Brother being like, thanks for voting. <laughs> yeah. His phone will be unusable. Yeah. yeah. Phones. It's just that's what I thought when you were like, oh, he's at PSG. It just went completely over my head. Good thing about this so part is phone. You, you get real drama, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, he's he's got his medal for his mm. one minute on the pitch in 2019-20, but he's more interested in a bigger prize. And when Aura gets out of the Big Brother house and she's done her debrief with Davina, uh, he countersues her. So she's she's suing him for, I think, negligence, this custody battle. But he countersues her for slander and harassment. So his argument is basically that a lot of the things she said about him, like, like that he left the hospital to go and shag women in the nightclub, he <laughs> says they're not true. And she's like waging this campaign to defame him. Um, and, you know, as part of suing her, obviously he has to set out what his demands are. And, uh, this is a quote. He says, I demand that she be fined one euro. So you think, okay, this is a symbolic thing. It's not about the money, but he also says, and sentenced to three to five years in prison. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just wanted her like off the TV and Instagram. Why only one euro? You think he'd at least try and recoup his 5,000? Maybe he thought, oh, if I make, make it about money, people will hate me. But if I make it about real hard mm, time yeah. in the slammer. <laughs> yeah. And also there's, there's an element with the one euro that it's like, it's almost a bit of a statement. Like, I don't need your money. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. want you to rot in jail. <laughs> Got a bit. <laughs> Cosa Nostra. Like, you were like El Nombre. Yeah. <laughs> also, this is, this, is the mother of, this is the mother of his sick child. Did he, did, yeah. did he really want her like banged up in jail? Well, he wants custody. But True. anyway, he wins the court case. Did they jail her? No. <laughs> Fortunately, the judge shows some clemency on that point and gives her nine days community service. I still think it's... Sounds sounds more reasonable, I think. But there is time for one further courtroom twist. (laughs) There are gasps from the gallery when Jesse and Aura walk out of the courtroom holding hands. Oh my God, they're back together! Yeah, and they shock the press pack on the courtroom steps by kissing in full view. That's like their version of like the end of In the Name of the Father. And he's like, I'm going out the front door (laughs) with my girlfriend! (laughs) Slightly different case. Uh, sorry to bring up the troubles. <laughs> I just every episode I'm going to bring it up, like in more in more elaborate ways. There you go. You can have that one. What, what I want to know about this moment in in the courtroom in Jesse and yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, 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 not not Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> is. Um, if they'd made up, which they clearly had, mm. could he not have dropped the charges and got her off the fucking community service? I like the theatricality of it. Yeah. Just like yeah, he's, storming out at the end. Yeah. I wonder what the conversation was like the night before the court case. And they're, they're probably back together by that point. Yeah. yeah. Sort of like, yeah, you know, just like, just go in there to just speak for them. I was like, the fuck, you're the one, you're the one who's producing <laughs> these charges. Like, yeah, surely in her back of her mind, she must be like, in a minute, is he going to say, I'm not going to yeah. prosecute Yeah. Him? Anyway, so they they depart courtroom hand in hand and you might think that they are about to sail off into the sunset, but sadly that's not the case. So summer 2020, Jesse's back at PSG. They don't really want him. He's not playing. But fast forward two months and he's been sacked in disgrace. So basically this this is the story of what happened. So November 2020, he's not been playing for PSG and after a game, he jets off to the Canary Islands for... Aura's lockdown busting birthday bash. So yeah, this is like mid mid COVID. It's not not a good look. He arrives there with these like seven hundred pound Christian Dior trainers. She's over the moon, and it looks like they had a great time. There's uh, there's he's pictured wearing obviously stupid sunglasses, like 
dancing to reggaeton. There's people, people smoking shisha. Obviously, the tabloids inevitably get hold of these pictures and everyone's pretty mad because this is, this is like high COVID time. Mm. And PSG are, are pretty pissed off as well. But Jesse has much bigger problems than PSG on the way because a few days later, Aura returns home and finds Jesse shagging her best friend, Rocio, on Ooh. the sofa of their house. Walks um, in on it. Walks in on oh. it. Walks like in, in the it. Shaggy song, they saw them on the sofa or whatever. Like, <laughs> that's just I, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, it's just like when in the Shaggy song, it wasn't me. Oh, Shaggy, shaggy, shaggy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly like that. She did. Call me red-handed, <laughs> banging yeah. on the bathroom floor. Exactly. Oh, Again, that is, that is like a perfect moment of drama. Yeah, yeah it Walked really is. It. And it turns out that they also shagged at Aura's birthday party at this, <gasps> at this villa in, in uh, the Canary Islands. Genuine gasps so, there. Yeah. 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 Are so, they really good friends? Home Rossi, you said best. Yeah, so they, they actually, they, they, they met, they met on... <laughs> I'm so into this. They met on, uh, it's proper like, we get going really down the Spanish supermarket tabloid. Yeah, yeah. we should probably remind everyone that Jesse Rodriguez is, 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 is a footballer, footballer yeah. which is why we're talking about him. <laughs> but mainly the gossip. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so Rossio and Aura had met on Big Brother or one of these other trashy right. trashy shows. So when you say best friends, a new friend. They're best friends. They're best friends. So Aura obviously comes home to this scene and understandably loses the plot. So she starts like destroying the furniture in her and Jesse's house. She then grabs one of those sticks that you use to clean the pool and starts chasing them around the house. Or the net. One of the, yeah, it's, one it's like of the dead net. wasps in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a lethal weapon with the wasps. It could be, yeah. So she's like chasing them around and Rossio locks herself in, in a conservatory in the house and gets her phone out and starts filming Aura outside the window, like screaming and banging on the window with this um, pool cleaning stick. Oh and I'm glad to report that we, we have tracked down the footage. Rush, you want to just describe what you've just seen? A, a scene of pure chaos again and the decor looks like the Love Island villa um, at one point she just the scream is really visceral that is like blood curdling yeah. yeah and then she's like banging on the glass so Rossio's inside filming and Jessie's outside getting screamed at yeah and then she starts like banging on the glass she's like trying to trying get in to she's get trying to Rossio. open it right? yeah. and then, I mean it probably probably didn't help her mood when she saw Rossio get out her, yeah. get out her phone and why start would you make it worse for yourself and then we think we heard her say in Spanish you're supposed to be my friend you whore or something like that yeah, yeah. But anyway in retaliation to Aura's completely justified meltdown. Uh, Rossio <laughs> shares these clips and also um, shares clips of Jesse calling Aura boring and crazy. Um, and she oh, also she also cool. she yeah, also she also threatens to expose her and Jesse's sexual encounter in a nightclub. Um, so who, Aura, who and Jesse's sexual encounter? Or Rossio and Jesse's? Oh, like she's her, to expose her, her own. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, she's yeah, taking yeah. the whole like she's, living in the public eye thing to next yeah. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, so Aura was right. He was sleeping with women in nightclubs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whose side are you on at this point? I think I'm on Aura's side. I'm on Aura's yeah. side, 100%. She should, she should like... have people around her to be like, babe, just leave it. Like, mm-hmm. she do- like... Well, she, that's exactly what she does. Okay, because she, she decides to leave this chaotic home mm. life behind and return to the safe confines of reality TV. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> when no one can hurt you. Less chaotic. <laughs> so literally a few days after this this story breaks, she she checks into La Casa Fuerta, which is a Spanish reality show where pairs of celebrities are locked in a villa for six weeks and they have to complete various tasks for, for cash. It's got a 
2.3 out of 10 rating on IMDb. Sounds <laughs> like a really weird mix of like Love Island, like Taskmasters. Yeah, yeah. they love that shit. They love looking people away in Spanish <laughs> yeah. reality too. Yeah. Are they like couples or no? Yeah, so they put in couples. So so Aura gets thrown in a couple uh, with this other guy, I can't remember what his name is, who she'd supposedly had a little fling with before. But she, she arrives at this show for some reason dressed as Little Red Riding Hood. Um, <laughs> and Jesse is at home. He's like despairing at this point watching watching her on tv and he decides the only thing to do is get in touch with her and obviously the only way to do that is to call up the show so (laughs) so jesse calls up the the tv channel and live on air he tells aura i can see you're not happy (laughs) which is like (laughs) no fucking shit (laughs) (laughs) pennies dropped last last weekend you caught me shagging your best friend on the sofa but um he also he also says listen to what i'm going to tell you you have to win this contest. What? Which, yeah. What? I know. I was then like, oh, I think you might have some ulterior motives for yeah. wanting her to be locked away in a TV studio <laughs> for the next six weeks. <laughs> but yeah, so this is, this is a, a big, a big shit show really. And word gets back to Paris. So yeah, just a reminder again, Jesse is a footballer. <laughs> and he's in Paris. I do, keep, I do keep forgetting that he has a job. He has a job as a, as a high level professional footballer. Like a minute um, season. Yeah. So, it's kind of the dream. Actually. Yeah. So PSG are obviously pretty pissed off at this whole, this whole sort of soap opera. Um, so you've had like the, the lockdown busting party. You've got the mm. cheating on his girlfriend, the whole reality TV saga. And it's just, they're just like this fucking guy. Like, what is he? What is he on about? And Nasser Al Khalifi, who's the the PSG owner, comes out and says that he's tired of the stain Jesse's private life is causing in the club, which oh. seems a little bit rich when you've just hired Neymar and Mauro Icardi. <laughs> but you know, but anyway, PSG cancel Jesse's contract on the spot. And well, so Casafuerte was the final straw. Yeah. 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 Like, it's not yeah, even it's good. Like, it's not <laughs> even a good calling watch. Calling up reality TV shows for this then. <laughs> so this is, this is really a, a low point for Jesse. He's single, he's clubless and he retreats to the Spanish second tier and rejoins Canary Island side Las Palmas. And against all odds, him and Aura get back together. Oh my oh, God. Thank God. I, ca- I can't. <laughs> yeah. just, but also I find it really weird that like her method of like going through these small breakups it's just always go on reality tv mm. like it's like yeah. some people get a bob you know? <laughs> like, she, she decides to go on reality what's TV. her job yeah i suppose she's focusing job. on work yeah, yeah i suppose do you think do you think she's sort of like this one of these dramatic moments happens and she's just like i need to i need to cash in i need to live this out on yeah on TV. I, there's mm. probably some cynical elements like that where they're like we need to get her on telly now yeah, yeah. do you think they're actually no they are actually breaking up we've seen the video of her trying to get in to kill someone (laughs) but it does feel like they just can't stay away from each other it's Mm. like a normal people but they're yeah spanish (laughs) (laughs) that's the only difference it's like connell and marianne if they were like reggaeton footballers it's about about to get worse oh okay because just as jesse is rediscovering his his goal scoring form tenerife's tabloids are hit by a shocking headline Jesse's fallen victim to a hit and run attack. So grainy footage emerges that shows Jesse hobbling at the roadside and witnesses report a a woman matching Aura's description speeding (laughs) away from the scene of the crime. I love her so much. So unhinged. (laughs) She really is. But I should, should say that 
both Jesse and Aura deny that she that she ran him yeah. over. Yeah. Well, so Although, the witnesses said it was her. Yeah. They, right. The witnesses said it. Well, somebody somebody <laughs> matching Aura's description sped away from the scene of the crime, and then Jesse was Jesse was found hobbling away. Yeah, he looks um, quite. He looks quite pretty yeah. affected by yeah. it. Do you think Aura's um, friends have like a WhatsApp group where she's not in it, and like every two weeks they're like, we have to do something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's knocked him down with the car, and I'll yeah. <laughs> be back together next week. I hit and run. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the level where you have an intervention. I, think. I mean, maybe yeah. not. Maybe they ended up get together. on telly, probably. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, for for most couples, you think serial adultery, court battles, and Violent road rage would would probably spell the end, but Jesse and Aura are built of sterner stuff. <laughs> and in a moment that shocks the Canary Island Z list celebrity <laughs> circuit, they announce that they're they're getting married. They obviously do this with a, an incredibly naff uh, photo op in Dubai. So we're we're looking at pictures of Jesse down on one knee on a beach in Dubai, surrounded by rose petals. They're they're in a they're in a heart that's been marked out of the sand and filled with candles on a on a beach in Dubai with a like luxury apartment block. Mm. This is a co- there's a company that do this oh, really? in, in Dubai. Yeah, really. It's like the it, um, it's the worst way to be to proposed to. What, are, what are the other add-ons? Can you get like doves? You get like candles. You can get like one of those big massive things that says like "Marry Me" like in the background. You can get a photographer, violinist. which they obviously have. Yeah, I think they have violinists, don't they? I think you can really judge someone. Sorry, with based on whether or not they want to go on holiday to Dubai or have been on holiday to Dubai. Mm. And this is so I go on holiday to Dubai mm. energy. The footballers like, love Dubai. I know. It's just a bit, it's, it's chuggy. This is chuggy. What does chuggy mean again? It's like cringe. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Is, I do um, think she looks absolutely lovely. She looks beautiful. And he's in, uh, he's in a suit with his Calvin Klein big trainers, obviously. The suit, <laughs> the suit, as I'm sure you can imagine, is like skinny jeans and a sports jacket. <laughs> a lot of ankle being... Yeah. Um, yeah, obviously it's NAF as fuck. You've got the Burj Al Arab in the background, actually. The oh, is that what it is? I think it is. Yeah, it's the iconic NAF Dubai yeah. hotel, isn't it? I mean, this is the final thing that they have to do. This is the only thing they haven't done is have like a huge Posh and Beck style wedding. Well, there's right? one other thing that they haven't done. And it, <laughs> Kill someone it could, together. It could be, it could be, <laughs> Surely that's the only thing they haven't done. Suicide pact. No, so in the next few in the next few months after this uh, proposal, Aura starts spilling the beans on their sex life. Oh, God. So she first starts going on about how they how they love sex toys, and then she announces their intention to release a sex tape. So she says it has been recorded and completed. I want it to come out. <laughs> I want edits. it to come out so people can see the video. Oh. So post production, yeah. yeah. When, when was that? Did, when, she, when did she say? Uh, this was after the proposal, I believe. So. You know, it should be coming out quite soon. Ship it, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oscar season. I, yeah, exactly. You've got to time it right. I will be watching. Yeah. I probably um, will. So they've done a sex tape. They have. Any um, details on the from, details? Uh, no details, but she does does uh, she does she love sex toys, she says. And she said that she likes to surprise Jesse with uh, sex toys. And she says that there's, there's, some, there's some that he hasn't seen. That sounds like pegging to yeah, me. Yeah, it sounds quite ominous. I don't think you should surprise people with sex toys. I think you should... You should have consent. From yeah, your, and agree. Yeah. You're Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Especially knowing her. Serious might. note for the bard. That you <laughs> should. <laughs> should you find yourself in this position? <laughs> is he still a footballer at this point? Um, no. So, <laughs> okay, so, so he doesn't have a job at this point. This well, he's so so at the end of last year, he he was on loan at a team in Brazil. No, not yeah, he signed. He signed for a team in Brazil, mm. and it didn't really go to plan. And he's now left. Brazil and he's, he's he does, he he's, not, I don't think he's retired I don't think he's officially retired he just, I mean he hasn't had a job for like this entire 
Well, he's sort of <laughs> playing the odd game for the odd team. He has yeah. a job in Neam only. Yeah, well, he plays the odd game. He played mm. 13 games for Stoke. I think he played about the same for Curitiba, but yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. the only reason I'm saying that is because I don't know how you would find the time yeah. to, like, yeah. to do all this stuff and then also be... The next Ronaldo? Well, he didn't really. Yeah. <laughs> Simple solution, Quite the don't point, be the next yeah. Ronaldo. <laughs> be shit. You think he'd get a gig in Saudi? And she would she like it there? Yeah, she loves She'd Dubai. Love it, yeah, yeah oh, but yeah, do got... you think maybe Saudi's a bit oppressive for her lifestyle of like... Sex, surprise sex, sex toys. Yeah, surprise sex. Yeah, I don't that. think they go for they that. do people in yeah. Saudi for that. I mean, Best not to get into that. <laughs> do you think they're going to make it? Do you think we'll be in 40 years looking at pictures of them growing old and grey together they strike me as, as, as the kind of couple like honestly like in your friendship group that you're forever listening to them breaking up and mm. then you're like oh okay like I can't really be bothered you're going to get back together at they, some point. they're going to lose relevance now he's retiring and you know they'll be getting old. that's why they've got to release a sex tape <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> where'd you go from that though you probably do need to kill each other yeah I some think jail time <laughs> some jail time would be nice for the story yeah yeah maybe she should do three to five years for him yeah. Like she should like accuse him of something to like or kill him. Yeah, yeah or kill him. Yeah, or kill him with yeah. a sex toy. <laughs> do, do all the episodes end like that? <laughs> you know, I don't know. sadness. We're, yeah. <laughs> all your Mine episodes. Do. Do. <laughs> yeah. Suicide, sadness. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's hard to really think of a question about putting him into context with other subjects we've I, had. Those, I'd say the the most similar episode we've done was the Mauro Icardi one. Him mm. and him and star-crossed lovers. Yeah, another uh, turbulent couple who make it through against all odds yeah sort of it's quite pretending it's quite a romantic podcast i yeah. think it's quite romantic they could they do, they do have a few avenues they could do like a like tyson fury type reality show of like their house in oh yes yeah, oh, so the they could do that they could he it seems like neither of them have released a book mm. they could do that sort of like There's jordan enough. yeah happy yeah. to ghostwrite it if you're yeah. listening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i would watch like a at home with the Furies. There was he did actually do it. He did actually do a doc on Spanish TV called Jesse My Story or something like that <laughs> a few years ago. Was it just football though? I think they. I think they actually did go into his private life a bit, or, or kind of like hinted. I think it was more like, why did this player who was dubbed the next Ronaldo never make it? And then yeah, he's they, they probably didn't go into the granular detail that we have. But. He's, I'd say he's at the same crossroads in life as Amir Khan, who. You know, was briefly touted as like the next big thing and yeah. was quite big. And then now is like, you know, failed a drugs test, quite a sad ending. And is also, you know, got this chaotic mm. personal life. Mm. Kind of bottled it. Yeah. Which is harsh. Jaw, yeah. Is what they say. I think that's harsh. Yeah, it's quite harsh. <laughs> I like him. But his his personal life is a bit, bit chaotic. Yeah. So stay tuned for that episode. <laughs> All right. Well, if you like your episodes trashy, I'm sure you've enjoyed that one. Yeah, this was great. It was yeah. like proper gossip. Yeah, I thought you'd enjoy I it. I kept forgetting that he was a footballer. Yeah, you, you really don't need to know he's a footballer. You did, you did have to keep reminding Anyway, good that. to test your range. You've got a broad range. Yeah, I, I, I like yeah. charity shops in Cheshire, Instagram gossip. Wrestling. And snooker and wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> snooker and wrestling. All right, well, thanks a lot, Rose. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Zach. Thank you. And thanks for listening. 